the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And so what the people were essentially saying when they cried Hosanna and waved branches of palms towards Jesus as he entered into Jerusalem was, Deliver us from the Romans. Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse with our teacher, Pastor Leighton Sheely. He's the senior pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And we're going to pick up in the 12th chapter of the book of John in just a moment at a point where it's an exciting time for many, a frightening time for others, and a sad and disappointing time for Christ. I hope you can follow along again, open to the 12th chapter of the book of John in the New Testament. I'm Mike Trout. This is an outreach of Church of the Highlands. The website is highlands.us. That's highlands.us. And we'd appreciate knowing that you're listening to the broadcast. You can click on the contact link there on the homepage and uh, share that fact with us. That's highlands.us. Again, we're in the 12th chapter, and Pastor Layton will pick up in the 13th verse in just a moment. But we'll begin by rolling back and playing just a, a minute or so of how we ended yesterday. It's no doubt that when the people sang these praises, they were looking to Jesus as the anointed one, the Messiah, the deliverer, the one who was to come, the conqueror. And as Jesus approached the city of Jerusalem with the shouts of that immense crowd ringing in his ears, it must have hurt him. Because they were looking for something in him that he refused to be. Luke records that as he came closer to Jerusalem and saw the city ahead, Jesus began to weep. And Jesus said, How I wish today that you of all people would understand the way to peace. But now it is too late, and peace is hidden from your eyes. Before long, your enemies will build ramparts against your walls and encircle you and close in on you from every side. They will crush you into the ground and your children with you. Your enemies will not leave a single stone in place because you did not accept your opportunity for salvation. Now, there might be some among us today who think that salvation is available any time that is convenient for them. And today is not convenient. So maybe tomorrow will be convenient. Well, according to Jesus, the people of Jerusalem had missed their opportunity for salvation. And they didn't even know it. In fact, they were throwing a party. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it is not wise to assume that the opportunity will persist. The Apostle Paul wrote, I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. 
Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait for tomorrow. Because tomorrow may not come. Verse 14. And Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. Now, the other gospels describe in in greater detail how Jesus found the young donkey. Uh, When the Lord and those who were with him arrived in the outskirts of Jerusalem, he sent two disciples and said, Go to the village opposite you. It might have been Bethphage. And immediately you will find a donkey tied there and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. The disciples did as Jesus commanded and returned with the colt and its mother. Now, Matthew's gospel tells us that the disciples were not sure of which of the two animals that Jesus was going to ride, and so they laid their coats on both of them. And then Luke tells us that when Jesus decided that he would ride the colt, then they helped him mount it. And as the procession continued with Jesus now riding the young donkey, most of the crowd spread their coats, their cloaks on the road, and they were cutting branches from the palm trees and spreading them on the road. Spreading garments in someone's path was a token of homage that was reserved for royalty. And it further expressed the crowd's belief that Jesus was Israel's king. Now, obviously, in such a situation, it would be impossible for Jesus to speak with the crowds. There was just too much noise and too much commotion. And his voice could not have reached them. So he did something that they could see. He came riding on a donkey's colt. Now, that did two things. First off, it was a deliberate claim to being the Messiah. It was an enactment of the words of Zechariah the prophet, recorded in 9.9. Zechariah said, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he. Humble and riding on an ass. on On a colt, the fowl of an ass. So there's no doubt that Jesus' claim was a messianic claim. But secondly, it was a claim to be a particular kind of messiah. See, in our Western culture, we don't look too favorably or too highly on a donkey. But in the East, the donkey is considered a noble animal. Scriptures say, Jer the judge had 30 sons who rode on donkeys, Judges 10. Ahithophel rode on a donkey, 2 Samuel chapter 17. Mephibosheth, the royal prince, the son of Saul, came to David, King David, riding on a donkey according to 2 Samuel 19. The point is this, that if a king came riding on a horse, then he was bent for war. But if instead he came riding on a donkey, then he was coming in peace. And by this, Jesus was signaling very clearly that he was not the warrior prince that they dreamed of, but rather the prince of peace. But the crowd was so stirred up in hysteria that they couldn't see or understand this. And neither could the disciples. Verse 16, his disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered these things had been written about him and had been done to him. 
His disciples didn't understand it in the moment. In fact, even after the resurrection in Acts chapter 1, the disciples were recorded as asking Jesus, Lord, is it at this time you were restoring the kingdom to Israel? You see, it wasn't until the coming of the Holy Spirit, after Jesus was glorified, that the disciples remembered that these things were written of him and they'd been done to him. As Jesus promised to the twelve, the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. When he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. The words of Jesus speaking of the Holy Spirit. The meaning of what Jesus said and did is revealed through the Holy Spirit. Now, when a person places their faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then God's Holy Spirit comes to live inside. And we become a temple of the Holy Spirit. And it is God's Holy Spirit who teaches us God's word and God's way. And that's why when we as a church family come to the place in our time together where we are giving attention to God's word, we begin with a prayer asking God's Holy Spirit to be our teacher. And when you are sitting down with your personal devotions and you open God's word, you you should also pray that God's Holy Spirit will be your teacher. It was the Holy Spirit that taught the disciples In the months and the years following Jesus going to heaven, that brought back to their remembrance things that Jesus had said and things that Jesus had done, and then showed them what the meaning of that was. History is his story, history is God's story. God showed through the prophet Daniel in chapter 9 what his plan and his timetable was. And just as Jesus perfectly fulfilled all of the prophecies of the Old Testament concerning his first advent, he will also exactly fulfill all of the prophecies concerning his return. What that means to us is that we need not, nor should we fear, the chaos and the catastrophe that is spreading around our globe. I looked at the headlines yesterday, and it's pretty discouraging. If your hope is in this world. But all the stuff that's taking place, none of it is a surprise to God. He has a plan. And his plan includes us. And he said through his prophet Jeremiah, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me 
when you seek me with all your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Don't wait until it's too late. People of Jerusalem didn't even know that their opportunity for salvation had passed them by. Make this the day. Are you challenged and perhaps encouraged by those final words from our teacher, Pastor Leighton Sheely? He's wrapping up a message from this extended series in the book of John. And if you have questions, you can certainly get in touch with us and ask those questions. We'd be more than pleased to answer your questions and walk this journey with you. You can find our contact details on the web at highlands.us. This is an outreach ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and Pastor Layton is the senior pastor at the church. Details about the ministries and the service times can be found right there on the website, along with information about Highlands Christian Schools. That's highlands.us. And please remember, this is a listener-supported outreach. I'm Mike Trout. Have a blessed rest of your day and come back tomorrow if you can at this same time when we'll open the Word of God and study verse by verse. This program is sponsored by Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.